This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay. And in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and ClearPay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Get up. Where I live. IGN Gamescoop. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to like, do a little tongue action, too? We're dangerously close to I making wish out. The, I wish the listeners could see uh, how close you guys are to making Why out right now. Why is this working? Where's the speaker on the system? <laughs> I don't know anything about the it's, DS. I don't it's know on the, uh, the top. <laughs> it's definitely not <laughs> down there. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Uh, listeners, Greg is playing Rockman 3 for DS. Right I am. Now. Uh, and, and apparently liking it a lot. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. It's uh, unplugged with uh, a whole bunch of fixes. Oh, so better. you're going to underrate it again? No, I'm going to overrate it. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I, I've, I've, already, up for the I've already started writing the review in my head. In the beginning of it, will start with me talking about how people always ask me, you know, oh, do you ever regret your reviews? And I always say, only one, and that I underrated a rock band unplugged. I always feel bad about with that. With an 8? Did you give an 8? I gave an 8.3, and I should have given an 8.5 at least. Oh, Because I yeah, played it for well, like six was, months later. It's a world well, of difference. This was, this was back in the day when we did the decimals, and if it wasn't an 8.5, we didn't give it editor's choice. I played the yeah. game for another seven months until I got the PSP going. I couldn't, couldn't transfer it, my yeah. save. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest mistake of your life, you think? No, no. Grace was making my not wearing my retainers. I once had perfect teeth, and then I, I said "f you" to the orthodontist, and they were retainers. Yeah. And now, one day when I have money again, I'm going to get Invisalign and pay out the balls to get some freaking. Y- thing. Your mom paid a lot for those retainers. I know, I know. God, I feel so bad. They paid for all the braces, and then I was just, a, I was like the most spoiled brat I could be. If you're listening, kids, don't don't do that. Wear your retainers. Wear your retainers. That's the moral. And also, of this here's story. the other thing to say. When first off, the, he lied to me, the orthodontist, a few times, and then he, they gave he gave you the things, and they never stressed to you. Your teeth will move. Your teeth will. Really? They're gonna move. They, they never they never did to me at the time. Oh, that's weird. I'm telling you right now, you can trust Greg Miller. Your teeth are gonna effing move, kids. <laughs> Wear the damn retainers. 
What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN GameCube. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. With me this week is Jack DeVries. Hey! You already heard uh, Greg Miller at, at length, and Ryan Clements <laughs> hey, is also here. how's it going? So, Jack and Ryan Clements are our connexperts in, in the office here. Did yeah? you think about that one for I thought, a while? Uh, no, I'm not wait. When we were walking down here to the podcast, I okay. came up with that one. I like good. it. Connect is here. You guys have uh, both reviewed a bunch of games for it. Uh, what, do, what do we think? What do we think about Connect? I was going to wait for you to chime in unless um, you'd like me to start. Yeah, no, go for it. Let's uh, see. Why did you say yeah? <laughs> no, I was just like, yep. Before uh, you get started, I want to say oh. I love the Paper Craig playset. It's amazing. Isn't this great? And you yeah. can dress Craig with your hair, Jack? My, it's my old hair. They know that I no longer have the Rainbow Mohawk. Wow. And the Optimus Prime helmet, which I use to uh, give rants yeah. on the Nintendo Voice Chat podcast. If listeners aren't up to, up to date, we're, here, we're talking about fan art on the wall here. Obviously, mm. all the podcasts are represented. There's some new Nintendo Voice Chat fan art here that is excellent it's really really good anyway comments on connect yes so for the most part i think the hardware has great potential and there have been a couple games that i think all myself jack and arthur uh, geese who mm-hmm. is also <laughs> who's also reviewing connect games we enjoy you know yep. but there's also going to be like with any launch uh, of a of hardware or a console uh it's not so great ones mm-hmm. the duds of the pile so to speak <laughs> so yeah overall i mean i'm enjoying it but I, at the same time, I almost I'm like having an internal debate about I, which I feel like I would play more, connect or move. I don't even have enough room in my apartment for connect. No. Connect wouldn't even work in my in my current you know in your living room. Yeah, in our living room. So I've never been in your house, but you have okay. like a four bedroom house. Why, why do you not Just have room move in that your couch room? back? You'd have to move the couch we'd, out of the living have room to, altogether. Our, well, for yeah, first of all, the couch is super heavy, uh, so I don't want to move it more than I would have to. And moving it back a little bit might help, but to move it back all the way, it would run into the bar that we have, and then in which case you we have, have a bar. To, yes, we have a bar. Yeah, and like, in which case we might have to like sense. rotate it around, and it would be a pain in the neck. And I'm like, why why do this when I can play Starcraft? <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. yeah, sure. That's how all your reviews went as yes. well, if I recall. <laughs> that was the final you know, line. Connect is pretty cool, but uh, it's not StarCraft. So you reviewed Connect Adventures and Dance Central and Connect Joyride. Correct. And I'm working on one more for today. What's Motion Sports? Motion Sports. Yeah. Oh, this is the one where if I wanted to date the quarterback, I can now be the <laughs> you quarterback. You can be the quarterback, mm-hmm. yes. That is amazing. Yeah. Yes. For anyone who didn't. It's he was Facebook, talking about this yeah. yesterday, but explain to the listeners what, what this uh, is all about. So I did a dramatic reading of a an actual clip, uh, sorry, an excerpt from the instruction manual to Ubisoft's Motion Sports. And this was sort of, I think it was supposed to be aimed as an inspirational speech to get people excited about motion sports and the extreme fulfilling qualities that it has. And uh, there is actually a line in the manual for this, for this Connect game that says, uh, for those of you that longed to date the high school quarterback, check it out. Now you can be the quarterback. Uh, it's brilliant. I love it. Yeah, which I is everything about I don't think they. I don't think they realize what they what what that meant. But Talk about like you know amazing. target marketing. Who's going to buy the connect? All right, girls. Girls are going to buy the connect. Probably. Yes. Girls, and they, and girls they want just to out of be high the, school. They want to be the quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Girls just out of high school who got rejected yeah. and have now decided they want to switch roles. Yeah. So uh, Dan Central is mm-hmm. the best. My favorite. Yeah. My favorite. So We've far. been talking about that's that's no yeah. secret. We kind of knew for all along that would be the best. You know. Connect long you give it? Although Arthur really liked uh, Connect Sports too, which I have not had a chance to play yet, but mm-hmm. I will. And uh, he has good things to say about that as well. Yeah. 
What was the score on the uh, Dance Central there? Eight out of ten. Mm-hmm. The only, I mean, everything that's there is great, and I would give it a higher score if it had more features. Okay. It's just a little, it's sort of like the, uh, the, the it's, it basically is the first entry in what I assume will be a series, and, you know. Yeah. Is that the highest rated Kinect game? No, I think it's tied with uh, Kinect Sports, yeah, I believe. For an eight, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No eight fives. No eight fives. Connect or move. Interesting. Yeah. Kung Fu uh, Rider came close. Yeah, <laughs> almost, almost had it. And then Connect Adventures is the pack-in game. Yes, yes. And with that one, what do you think? Uh, it was, uh, it was, it'll be good for the people that want to take it out and play for maybe an hour or two, mm-hmm. and then never play it again. Mm-hmm. That's that's my kind of. It's it is an extremely repetitive minigame collection, and there's just not a lot to it. So not a good packing game then. I, I mean, it, I, oh, in, in my mind, works. the packing game should be the one that sells you on. The, oh, okay. The, well, the, so the it's more the pack-in game in this case is more like a a quick tech demo, yeah, like was, the hmm. the thing you put in there, like oh you've never seen Connect, mom. Here, come here. Let, hey, look at this. We're we're throwing rally balls. We're we're going down a raft. Think about Wii Sports, right? Like yeah. that was the thing. All the yeah. hardcore adopted the Wii right away. Their parents came over for Thanksgiving. They see this. There's not much depth, but that's not what they wanted. No, but I think there are lots of people who just bought a Wii and just played. Maybe they never bought another game because they had Wii Sports. <laughs> My parents like, played Wii Sports for like <laughs> two years. I know, right? <laughs> Uh, but it doesn't seem like Connect Adventures has that has those legs. I don't think it has those legs. No, it I certainly I certainly nice almost hands. killed myself after playing it for like five. Well, that six doesn't hours sound straight. like a fun time at all. You mean the game almost killed you? Not like you went and, no, I and, and got almost, like a cord and tied it around yeah, your neck. No, I came really close. Oh, good. Yeah, if you came into that bay when I was up on the leopard skin couch tying, a I news. thought you were just doing like a David Carradine thing. I wanted to disturb you. Yeah, you know, whatever yeah. you're into. <laughs> too soon. Too <laughs> soon. We'll never forget you. Uh, and Joyride. And Joyride. Yeah. Uh, good. But not great. It's hard, no, it's hard to explain. 8.5. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's not 8.5. Um, it is intelligently designed in that it has a lot of replay value, a lot of modes, a lot of... Uh, it was well thought out. But the to me, the actual steering and the, uh, and, and the controls were not as accurate as they should be for a racing game. Even though the racing game is geared more towards like young, you know, young gamers or kids, it's it's just like doesn't control. Very I only well. played one game of Joyride, and I beat Ryan Clements. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh! You know, I mean, you know that Fran came into the room and Connect malfunctioned, and my card just flew <laughs> uh-huh, off. Oh, sure. Okay. Uh, I would like to point out that uh, I played a dance battle with Ryan Clements for the video review and yeah. beat him as well. Uh, okay. <laughs> speaking of yeah. uh, speaking of Fran, man, that guy's reviewing Your Shape Fitness, Fitness Evolved for Connect, and he is buff now. He is taking that very seriously. He's been playing in the, in our demo room, and he it's like a, so it's a workout game, and he has like of course this, a matching coordinated workout outfit that mm-hmm. he wears for the game. Mm-hmm. And you said you walked by and he was like doing and a yoga was, pose. He was doing the uh, Christine called it the tree, so I'm assuming that's what it's actually called. But yeah, it's oh, she like calls you know. Everything that- <laughs> Downward facing dog. Where do you want to eat the tree? <laughs> yeah, he was he was very he was very into this yoga. He didn't even respond when I peeked my head and was like, "You doing some yoga there?" Nothing. So it, I just backed out. And slowly. he apparently took over an hour and a half of footage for the video review, the the three minute long video review. Yeah, a little unnecessary. He wants, he wants to cover it. He wants to make but sure yes. he, he nails this. He's a bit of a thorough yeah. person. And so, Jack, then your Connect games were Connectimals. Yes. And Adorable. Sonic Freeriders, which went up early yes. this week. Yes. And Adrenaline Misfits. Yes. And going up today, Fighters Uncaged. So I'm really curious to see which is going to be worse Fighters Uncaged or The Fight Lights Ooh. Out. Both <sighs> terrible motion control. That, that should be a, a video grudge match. That's tough. What did. 
We give uh, three or three five. Ooh. I think it was three. Yeah, it'll be close to that. <laughs> it's it's bad. Right, it's we, not good. So let's go. Your Connect games worst to best. So start off with Fighters uh, Uncaged. Fighters Uncaged, hands down. Uh, Adrenaline Misfits, uh, second worst. Not like a broken bad game, but just super boring and not. No one's gonna buy Connect for that. A downhill racing game, right? That's yeah, what, just that's like a snowboarding. Is. Like here you go. Here's some slaloms. You can it's do a trick course. Like the, it's just the poor man's Sonic Freeriders, right? Sort of, because Sonic Free Rise is actually more of a, which is next. On, no, wait, Connectables is next. But Sonic Free Rise is more like a racer than anything else. It's I mean, like you're you're doing it on a board, but it's very much a kart racing game. <laughs> I do it on a board all the time. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Down at the boat um, landing. But yeah, I've already I've already messed up this thing. So now we've talked about Sonic, um, and then and then Connectables. Um, it's in there too, which is super adorable. It's the cutest it game I've really, ever seen. It is really, really cute. You but, even that a seven, right? Yeah, it's just kind of the motion controls for a lot of the things just don't really work all that well. So you're kind of like, great, like I want to play with this cat. And then and then it's really like rigid. You can't just like reach out and pet your cat and play with it and stuff. And it's not like doing things. You have to like open all these menus and do all these things just to like interact on a really basic level with this animal. So you mm. just don't ever feel like it's an actual pet. Yes, I had a great moment where I came into one of our capture bays where Jack was finalizing some uh, uh, footage capture for Connectimals. Craig Baradon was also in there because Baradon was the one uh, producing that video review. There was just a great moment where... They were getting footage of like the, a squirt gun game, mini game, where you're like trying to fill up like a like you know it's kind of one of those balloon type games. You try and fill up the balloon like at a carnival, except it's like a, a frog. So he's doing that, and and Baradon's just like sitting real low in his chair, and he's like, "What happens when you squirt the? What, what happens when you squirt the cat?" <laughs> and then Jack is like, "All right, fine, I'll squirt, I'll squirt him," and he squirt a little bit, and he's like, "Oh, he doesn't like it." That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like that. Pretty much sums up the game. Yeah. 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 But yeah, no, I had a like I was, I was getting really frustrated with the controls, and then Arthur had to remind me that that earlier in the day, standing next to him at his desk playing the game, I actually jumped up in the air and excitedly exclaimed to him, "Arthur, I got a serval! I unlocked it!" <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "You, I've never seen you more excited about a game than Connectables," and so it's just like this really like What's a serval. Yeah, I don't even know what a serval is. I assume it's a cat. It's a cat. How many uh, cats are in the game? Over thirty. Wow, I didn't know there were that many types of cats. Yeah. I'm going to go through them all right now. <laughs> is, there a, is there a Black Panther in the game? There's a Black Panther, there's a lion, there's a cheetah, and there's a tiger, and there's a leopard at the beginning. Those are the ones you get. Okay. And then you start to unlock, like, Bornean clouded leopards, servals, <laughs> white jaguars. White tiger? Siberian white tiger? Uh, you get a Siberian white tiger. Nice. You get uh, lots of things. Is there just, uh, like, ocelots? A- um, jaguar rundies? I actually don't know if that one's in there, but I hope so. Is there a, is just a plain house cat? No, it's all like wildcats. Damn it. I hope the want... sequel is Sharktimals. I think the sequel, or actually rather <laughs> DLC. There's a stuff on yeah, the screen. Blood's it's just screen. That'll be good. Yeah, I think uh, realistically, though, uh, looks like bears and probably some sort of like canid family will be the thing. Bearimals? Yeah, they, they had like at the beginning this like bonding circle and there are these like big stone sculptures and one of them's a cat and one of them's a bear and one of them looks like a wolf. So it's like, it seems pretty obvious that they're, those are the two things they're going for next. So yeah. I'm thinking pandas and polar bears and little like bear cubs. It'll be very cute again. Oh my God, baby panda. Right? <laughs> Share with the listeners what your first strap line for your Connectables review was. <laughs> <clears throat> Is this game worth a purchase? <laughs> <laughs> so good, I love- 
Did we not use that? No, no, of course, no, of course we would never actually use that, but I, I love it anyway. Uh, mm. Oh, Damon, I have a request for you real quick. Uh, mm-hmm. Can you offer or issue a uh, command to your loyal fan base to have them redo the, uh, whichima, who's it, the count of how many, yeah, when so, people have... Oh, so we've got, I forget the listener's name that... that keeps track of how many episodes each of us is on. Uh, so our, our list here is current as of July 2010. So maybe if we can get an update on that. I know, I know Clement is very I, I really want to, I want to beat. I want to get up there on my uh, yeah. ranking. Well, where are you here? You're I'm still under like Jeff Haynes or something. Yeah, you're awesome. I don't no, no, I'm you. it's like middle. Here you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so you're, you were tied. You're right under Jeff Haynes with five... <laughs> Five appearances. <laughs> Is that okay? Greg? That's hilarious. Uh, this time, I beat him when a while you, when ago. You, I know, I know. When you send in the new spreadsheet, we will write your name on it. Like yeah, we so did for though. Chili Philly, <laughs> which makes me laugh every time. Great structure. And I, the, the weird thing is I don't even think Chili Philly listens to the podcast. I think it's a friend of Chili Philly's who awesome. sent this in. Yeah. So, Chili anyway. Philly. This has been a good show. Listener. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all the scoops we have for this week. Wear your retainers and don't buy Connect. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Listener Charlie Gadsden writes in. He wants to know, uh, now that Microsoft, Sony, and, T- and Nintendo each have their respective motion control options available on the market, which do you guys feel is the winner of the motion control war? We all know that no one on GameScoop is particularly jazzed about motion control anything, but it'd still be nice to hear you guys chime in on your thoughts about Connect Move and Motion Plus. I still think it's too early. The first shot has not... Now everyone's on the battlefield. Now yeah. you have to sit back and see what happens. I think Connect's going to sell really well. I think everything yeah. I've seen is... So here's, yeah, here's what I think. I think it's kind of over for we. I think it's just like the momentum isn't there anymore and the the, the buzz isn't there and the for excitement. What, for what crowd, though? Just for the... Kind of uh, for everybody. For everybody, you think so? I mean, they don't have like Did, motion plus games on the horizon. No big, there's no big motion control game they have coming out this holiday season. Yeah, that's true. I think... I don't... I don't In the U.S., I don't hear a lot of buzz about PlayStation Move. I don't see ads for it. I don't... I think Move's going to get rolled. I think yeah, I think, I think so. I think it's rolled. just too similar to the Wii. It's just like a high-def high Wii. And I think Connect is like new and... and and exciting, and I think it's actually going to perform pretty well. It's funny to watch all the the twits last night of people who like you know we've been so locked in that bubble of you know we see connected an event and we're not sure about this and yada yada yada. Mm. Everybody last night dance like it was all the IGN bloggers I follow and like mm-hmm. you know they love Br- dance Brit and Foz are like oh it's so awesome I'm sweaty but I love it I'm like, oh, all right well, here we go you know what I mean like yeah. it's gonna be the same thing where they've they've got these early adopters. Who are going to go home with Thanksgiving and show it to their families, and then they're yeah. be like, "That's really cool. I'd like to do that. I want to one get thing, a raft." One thing that really hit it home for me is Arthur Geese. Like the first time that he used it, he says it, he described it as it felt like it feels like magic. Like when you first step in front of the Connect motion sensor, and that means a lot because Arthur Geese is like the Eeyore of the office. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he, he says something feels like magic. I was like, "Whoa, that's that's saying something." I wouldn't have gone that far. I would have. Yeah, that sounds about right. I yeah, mean, it's, it's a, not perfect. Like, oh, you, there is I'm lag. sorry, I thought we were arguing about, about Arthur. the Eeyore. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. Uh, magic, sure, I'm, I can't yeah, I'm not sure I would go as far as saying magic, but... It was... it was When it was working, because we've been at so many events where like it didn't work all that well, so to like, have it and set it up and, and then have it just work fine yeah. was really mm. cool. Especially with something like Sonic, which, like, when I... last two times I played it, it was a broken mess. It just, like... So I came in and be like, well, here we go. Mm. I was like, oh, wait, no, I figured it out. Yeah. This works fine. So, like, that was kind of, it was refreshing to know that this wasn't going to be this complete pile of crap. 
So, David, I, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say I retract my statement. Actually, when I was during some of my dance central moments, that that was yeah, it was highlight. It was magic. My, yeah, it was a little magical. It was magic. Well, like uh, dancing to Jungle Boogie. Come on. Yeah, yeah, it's magical. Damon, a year from magic. now, what what is it going to look like? The motion control landscape. One year from now, we're doing GameScoop. 342 I think is where we'll be uh, what do you think it's going to look like I uh, say Connect is still making a lot of Connect games I don't think it's super popular I think it's Connect. yeah I think a lot of people have it and they, some people are still using it it's I don't think it attached like the Wii did with general consumers yeah see that's the thing there's, there's going to be a lot of interest in it but I think the price is too high yeah so it's like it's not going to like sell you can't, yeah it, you know for someone if you already have a, a 360 then it's like okay then it's only 150 bucks. But if you already have a 360, then you're, you're probably like a hardcore gamer. You know, you're mm-hmm. not that new casual market. So if you don't have a 360, you have to. It's going to be 300 dollars just for the four gig system. And a four gig system is, you know, you can't. That's not going like, to get you very far. Yeah. So it's 400 for the 250 gig system. That's it's really really expensive for you know, for the casual consumer. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, but I think we'll get some. I think next year we'll see some interesting like core games that use Connect. You know? Okay. Uh. Fighters on Cage is a core game. I said interesting oh, oh. <laughs> core games. You want core games that, that aren't piles of crap? Mm-hmm. Next week we need to start on that feature. The, the worst, which is the worst fight game? Yeah, yeah. we'll do that. We'll do a head-to-head next week. I haven't played that, that one. All right, we'll switch them out. We'll, do, we'll switch it up. We'll get some trophies. Okay. All right, moving on. While we still wait for Gran Turismo 5, it's, it's heartening to know that Gran Turismo 6... It's already in development. In de- I can't wait. You know, I mean, they've learned a lot from the Grand Turismo 5, like the fan reaction to the the demo that was released called the Prologue. Two demos. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. They're mm-hmm. gonna turn, the, the six is where they're going to iron out all the problems people had. You think it'll be a quick turnaround? On oh, that yeah. One? Oh, I can't. This has got to be a 2011 release, right? I mean, it's got to be right there. Uh, yeah, this is just... Uh, so, Kazunori Yamauchi, is, he's apparently the guy behind... The Grand Turismo guy. Yeah, Kazunori. He tells... Uh, what does he tell? Jal- Autobog- Autoblog Jalopnik. Yeah. That's yeah, a good, good they they, they uh, broke out a lot of news. That and the discs are being pressed for, for Gran yeah. Turismo 5 right now. Gran Turismo 5. So anyway. We know that's coming. It's being worked on, yeah. Uh, another one we'll have to wait a long time for, apparently, is Darksiders 2. Darksiders actually was one of my favorite games of this year. Wow, really? I mean, I, I, I enjoyed it a lot. It came out early in the year. I don't think it's. I don't think people are going to be talking about it when it comes time to, to talk about Game of the Year stuff, but I liked that game a lot. It's very. It was very... Um, it's borrowed heavily from a lot of other games, but I, I, I found it thoroughly enjoyable to play through. But anyway, it was supposed to originally it was supposed to arrive in 2011, but now THQ has pushed it out, pushed it into their how they push it their 2013 fiscal year, which begins April 2012. So that would be like the earliest that we'll get Darksiders too. Be careful, man. What's 2012. <laughs> Not much time. You got to get it out. You got to get it yeah, out. You got to make your money. The big one's coming. Mm. John Cusack. That was a long movie. That was a long movie. Did you even see it? Yeah, why yeah, did you, why would you, why would you see that movie? That looked terrible. Uh, well, like, I saw it for free with friends and just at their house. Oh, okay. They have like one of those streaming services. Majiggers. You mean they torrented it and stole it from the internet? No, no, they didn't. They have like a subscription to some sort of thing. Interesting. Yeah. A subscription to some sort of thing. Yeah, it's like a digital thing that like hooks up to the, the webs. Oh, Voodoo? Is it Voodoo? Yeah, actually, I think okay. it might be Voodoo. All right, cool. Which might be coming to the PS3. Who knows? Ooh. Sweet. Jesus. I saw that movie in theaters. I paid real money for it. <laughs> oh, man. You're dumb, too, then. No, well, I knew it was going to be... It was one of those things where, like, let's go have a few beers and go see that movie. Because, I mean, like, something like that, I think you should see on a giant screen with huge speakers yeah, yeah, and stuff. because flipping over. And yeah, it's special effects, and that's where you're getting it for. But, yeah, it is awful. It is a terrible film. I did not think it was awful, but it was certainly not good. 
But the special effects were fun. I watched Hot Tub Time Machine last night. How was that? I, I saw liked, that on the Facebook. Okay, I liked it. It's not great, but I I, I, I laughed too. a couple times yeah. and uh, yeah. I was entertained. I actually liked the ending. I think it's worth sticking. But when, by the time the ending came around, I was like, oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Cool. Yeah. I'll, I will watch it now. Yeah. I also I, I streamed off Netflix last night uh, a documentary about the rise and fall of Plato's an adult of Play-Doh. Play-Doh. No. Play-Doh. <laughs> Sorry. You threw me off. A swingers club in New York back in the ah. 70s, 80s. Uh, you, not, not the philosopher. No, 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 no. Well, it was named after him, though. Hmm. And he, you're recommending this? It was interesting, yeah. Hmm. You like documentaries about, you know, sex clubs rising and falling? Sure, why? Yeah. It was great. What inspired you to get that in the first place? I felt like something long form while I uh, worked on dinner and cleaned up the house a bit. He typed sex into Netflix. And... I like documentaries, so I went to... Do you like documentaries? documentaries? I do quite a bit. Interesting. Yeah. I enjoy that quite a bit. Yeah. You want to see that Elliot Spitzer one? I haven't heard of it. Oh, um... Client 9. Yeah, comes probably out, comes will. Out yeah. I, I, I won't go to theaters, though. I, mean, I want it to come no. to me. No. <laughs> <laughs> come to me. Uh, listeners, we've uh, finally updated our Xbox Live channel on IGN, so it actually has the blog reel like every other channel now, and it looks great. It was <laughs> it took way, way, way too long, but uh, I'm, I'm really happy that we actually have a working Xbox Live channel that I'm not embarrassed of anymore. So you can get all of your Xbox Live news on a very nice-looking Xbox Live blog reel on IGN now. And for people here in the room, I'm totally getting this. This is awesome. This Mega Man? The Mega Man wall art from Blick that uh, Scott Lowe Ooh, posted see. a gear article on this week. Oh. If you guys know, Blick makes like wall art, like wall decals. They yeah. have yeah, they have really high quality stuff. It's good stuff. They have a bunch of video game designs too, and they just released a, Mega, a classic Mega Man one. So it's all the Mega Man and all the bosses from That's the first cool. Mega Man. Yeah. Cool. Really cool. For 50 bucks, I think you get like 25 pieces in the set. So. Nice. Where are you going to put them in your house? I think in my bedroom. Mm. I figure no. as long as I'm a bachelor, I might as well take advantage. Like I, if I were, had a girlfriend or if I was married, I could never do anything like that. So yeah. Might as well do it now. Okay. Last uh, week, we announced this week we we're going to be giving away a uh, copy of Halo Reach Legendary Edition. <clears throat> Sweet. I know. It's great. So, <coughs> I emailed you with like 17 different email addresses to get that. Yeah, speaking of that, just so listeners know, uh, people, listeners that try to cheat the system and spam the uh, Games, GameScoop inbox uh, with multiple emails are not looked favorably upon. And uh, in the worst case scenarios, I will block your email address. And I guarantee you, I will never, ever randomly pick you <laughs> to win these games. So keep that in mind. Uh, I've, we, we got lots of entries. I narrowed them down. I did randomly selected two. Entries oh. right now that I've got in my hand, and Ryan Clements is going to pick oh, I see the winner. Now. Ryan Clements is going to pick the winner of Halo Reach Legendary Edition. Do we get to read the loser as well, so that no, the lo- that person not- knows I know, to hate Ryan yeah, Clements? Yeah, yeah. No, we won't Do let that. the loser know. I will say this: both of these possibilities are from Colorado. Ooh. Oh, so, so. everyone in Colorado is going to hate you. <laughs> You're making a lot of everyone that's friends. not in Colorado now just turned off the podcast. <laughs> yeah. uh, I am just picking a paper. There are no personal favorites. Are you ready here? Are you ready to do yeah. this? So, the our copy of Halo Reach Legendary Edition, new inbox, never opened, goes to... That was a lot of shuffling for that. Goes to... You know. Should have thrown them up in the air like a money machine. That one? Yeah, yeah. Read it. Jason Jensen of Colorado Springs, Colorado. JJ! <laughs> Congratulations. Please enjoy Halo Reach Legendary Edition. Jason, email uh, email me your address and I will get that out to you right away. Please to enjoy. Um, this week on Xbox Live Arcade, Yu-Gi-Oh! 5D's Decade Duels came yes. out. <laughs> Another card battle game. 
And I have a code for that for you right now. Oh, that's that where we're going away. with it. I was wondering why we were talking about Yu-Gi-Oh! All of a sudden. <laughs> so this is, a, this is a code to download Yu-Gi-Oh! 5D's Decade Duels on Xbox Live Arcade this week. Remember, this is an X- Xbox Live Arcade codes are always very, very long. So here we go. Y64YY FQ9JY 6HRHJ 7DJ 7J C79YZ. Please do enjoy Yu-Gi-Oh! on Xbox Live Arcade. X-G-7. I just want to let you know, you must believe in the heart of the cards. Is that a Yu-Gi-Oh! thing? Yes. I got that, alright. Well, we know who's reviewing the next Yu-Gi-Oh! game. <laughs> Actually, Levi's doing that one. Oh. <laughs> Taking one for Win. the Uh, let's knock some boots. Oh, okay. This oh, is oh, th- that happens on this podcast. <laughs> I forgot. This is Zach Smith. He says, "Hi, my name is Zach Smith. I am 16, about to be 17, and I just broke I up with am my girlfriend." 16, going on 17. <laughs> lies will fall in I just broke up with my girlfriend. My question is, when is it appropriate to move on? For I have another interest who actually existed toward the end of my previous relationship. <laughs> oh. If it matters, the two girls do not know each other. Scoop. Yeah. You move on when you feel like moving on. Yeah, it's there's well, no yeah, there's no there's no set time. There's no like well, you have to wait this certain amount of time. Well, it depends. How long have they? He was he dating the other? Girl? That's what I'm saying. It does depend. Yeah. They were dating for two decades. Two decades. Previous lives and everything. All right. Yeah. Well, then that's going to be 20 months of waiting. Wow. I mean, yeah. If he feels over it, then he's ready to move yeah. on, right? It right? sounds like Is he it? broke up because he wanted to go with the other girl anyway. So yeah. go for it. it. That's why you do it. Yeah. Zach. I would say be careful. Don't like. I mean, if you're in like high school, I would maybe stay clear of the other girl. Like, don't <laughs> don't be making out in front of her. That's rude. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I go think for also it. there's there's just a certain sense of courtesy. I feel like you would at least want to wait like a week or two before you start dating again, just to be nice. But that's just me. Hmm. It's my personal opinion on the matter. I think I think no no no. no. I mean, there I think you're spl- we're splitting hairs. I think oh, even two weeks they're gonna if if she was gonna get offended, she's still gonna be offended. Mm, if you're worried, if no, you're no. worried about if you break this up woman. and it's the next day and you're like dating someone new, that's like that's when I think it's like too much. Mm-hmm. But what you need to do is find her a boyfriend, <laughs> so that she falls in love with someone else, and then you don't feel bad when you go with someone mm. else. I, d- I, I learned sense that a from a, from a, a CW <laughs> show. Uh, all right, this is Jesse. He says I've been in a relationship with this girl for about three months, but I feel like it's time to end it. Mm-hmm. I'm 15, she's 16. I have totally taken. I've totally taken Greg's advice about burning bridges. <laughs> All right, good. <laughs> what? I would be cool with just ending it and moving on, but I'm afraid of what she and her friends will do. I've made many new friends through her, and they will all probably want nothing to do with me if I break up with her. Also, I am her first real boyfriend, so this would be her first real breakup. I don't want to hurt her, but I feel like our relationship has run its course. So maybe I'm not taking Greg's advice after all, because it would have too many repercussions. Please help me. P.S. Hey, do you eat? Funny. Uh, the, the answer is man up and break up with her. There's no sense struggling along. And not to mention, if these people aren't going to talk to you afterwards, they're not really your friends now. So what do you care? But yeah, I mean, that's not, you've only that's known also for three not a reason to – you don't stay with somebody just because you don't want to like lose their friends. Right, right. You know? But I, I agree with Craig, though. You should probably break up in as delicate or yeah, as yeah, careful. Do not yeah. break up normally it. about it. Yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. I think – I mean, if you just explain – Yeah, breaking up is never easy. It's hard to do, they say. 
Yeah, yes. yeah, it's true. Uh, it's it's always going to be a painful experience, but you know, if you're just honest with her and uh, respectful of her, and you know, are all these breakup questions? No. This well, this last one is uh, this one's uh, this is a lot more serious. Uh-oh. This person's older and he's married and uh, he has a very serious problem here. Oh, jeez. This is Tyson. Root. Yeah. <laughs> he says, uh, "I need I need tour help." <laughs> <laughs> it's apparently on tour. My wife of four years seems to have lost interest in the knocking of the boots. Jeez. I have tried setting up romantic evenings and having date nights. We have been together for almost 13 years. I am 27 and she is 26. That's, so they've been 13, together since they were like 13? Yeah. Wow. Jesus. Uh, she is my best friend and we always had a healthy sexual relationship up until about the last three to four months. I've been trying to think of an event that may have changed this and cannot... Your advice is most appreciated. The event. Um, uh, That's bad. Yeah, it's it's ups- well. Let's not make a mountain out of a molehill just yet. Okay. The answer is to sit down and have a conversation with her. People get all hung up on sex. They get hung up on talking about it. You sit down and you just say, "Hey, guess uh, I'm not." No, don't say guess what. I mean, guess, guess what? This is me. Guess what? what? This is me <laughs> boiling it down for an IGN podcast. But I'm just saying, you know, I, I, I'm not happy. We need to figure out what's going on. Not to mention, three or four months is bad for sure. But you've been together a long time, so it's not like this. It, it's like. You've been. Yeah. It's been years. I wonder how long they've been sexually active. You know, oh, I, I, thirteen. Thirteen years. They're yeah. well, I mean, I don't. You don't. Uh, no, yeah. I know. Um, yeah. So the I have a conversation about it, and then I mean, don't freak out. Maybe working different hours. Is she super tired? Is there something going on? You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of things that make people. I mean, you've been together thirteen years, so three, four months. Not a drop in the bucket, so to speak. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, have, you, have a conversation. Yeah, he doesn't say he's had this conversation with you yet, so. Also buy some Spanish fly. I love that. <laughs> yeah. That works too. Or work out more. Get buff. Is that help, helping your relationship? Yeah, yeah. Ask her, <laughs> ask her all the ways in which you can change yourself. <laughs> I'm just, I don't make you happy anymore. What am I doing wrong? Uh, I was partially kidding, but it is good. I mean, it's always good to be healthy. Nah. Good to be healthy. Nope. Yeah. I, was talk- I was thinking about it last night, and I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm very happy with my life right now. What I need right now, about five, ten years, get struck with a terminal illness. That's what I want. And then I don't want to fight it because I don't. I don't want to do the chemo. I just so go out that way. You just you are, you, you want to die last, right now. You only you, want to last about five wanna... or six years more. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> really? You've wow. done it. You've had enough. No, I've had a great time, but I want to go out on top. <laughs> why don't Why don't you go out like in an awesome like accident? Like yeah. your building just blows up. If you have oh, a terminal well, illness, okay, sure. a terminal illness no. could last. Like you could suffer for a long but time. But I'm not going to fight it. That's what I'm saying. Because but you, you could still suffer. I'm out. It'd still be like that's not how cancer very works. Painful. <laughs> it's not like instantaneous. Oh, whatever. I, I'm, basing like, like, oh. <laughs> I'm basing this all of that Michael Keaton movie, My Life. Whatever. I don't know. He died in two hours. <laughs> I don't want you to drive off a cliff or something. No, I don't want to kill myself. I'm very happy. I'm just saying I don't want to. I don't want to stick around IGN so long that I get old and complacent and then get fired or I, you know, Pear's like you're not you're not pulling your weight anymore. I'm like no, Pear. And he's like get out or I I screw up the PS3. Or the PSP3 launch, or something like that. I want to go out while I'm popular. I want to go out while people still like me. That way, I have a good. There's a good Game Scoop Memorial. I want to make sure. Why don't you just start living your life more recklessly, so that an accident is bound to occur? I should eat more chicken wings. I've been thinking that. Just, just go all rock star. More chicken wings. I feel like. You can say this now, but the pain and like well, we've got the okay, we, okay, okay. Maybe I'm. It's on the public record now. Well, yeah. maybe I'm. Okay, let's let's stop for a second. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm 
thinking terminal illnesses go too fast, or, and they're not that bad. I don't know. All right. No, I think you're going to be suffering for a, a, a fair good, amount of good time, length of time, if you have a terminal well, I illness. I, that doesn't sound like what I want. I know. <laughs> no, no, you want. <laughs> yeah. No, you want like cancer because I mean, like, if I you know. This is from Michael Weir. Michael Weir has uh, some feedback for the chubby food court guy from uh, oh, right. the last Games yeah, episode. How does he respond to this girl who English the, isn't her first language? Yeah, she's a cute Asian girl in his food court. Michael Weir is 32, so he has some advice, some, that he, some experience he can share. I'm ready to hear. Uh, so he says, I was once in a similar situation, though with reversed roles. Uh, so back in 1999 or 2000, I worked full-time at a coffee shop. Two or three times a week, this girl would come in that I was immensely attracted to. This went on for a few weeks, but I never got a chance to talk to her as it was always during busy morning rushes and she always got her drink and left. But I was patient and perceptive. Mm -hmm. She always ordered one of two drinks, which I soon realized. Nothing impresses a customer more than when you already know what they want and you ask them, so are you having X today? It got a smile out of her, and I figured that was good progress for one day. The next time I saw her, I asked her name and told her mine. Then one day, opportunity knocked. I was working an afternoon shift, and she came in, ordered her drink, and we exchanged the typical, how are you? How's your day going so far? Something different happened. She sat down at the cafe and stayed. I quickly seized the opportunity and walked up to her. Bear in mind, this is 1999 before Facebook and texting, and people actually had to approach the opposite sex and ask them out with real words. (laughs) So I walked up to her table and asked, do you eat? No. <laughs> no, seriously, I can't, rem- can't remember what I did, but I either asked for a phone number or just flat out asked her if she wanted to go out sometime. Sure enough, she accepted, and we went out on a date that weekend and had a great time. Sadly, I didn't play my cards right and ended up in the friend zone, oh. utterly destroying any chance I had at, well. However, her and I became really great friends and drinking buddies, a relationship that lasted for many years until she moved out of state. We had some good times. My point is, take your time when you're really into a girl, especially when your window of, uh, window of opportunity to get to know her is very limited. If you get a chance, seize it, be patient, and ultimately, unlike me, don't fuck up your hand of cards and end up in the friend zone. But if that, ha- if that happens, having awesome friends is always a good thing, too. True. I, I am curious to know what the what the the bleep up was. Are we? I can't, we're allowed we're to swear, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. What was the fuck up? I wonder what happened. I'm very curious. He was probably too nice. You have to be a little little bit of a dick. Exactly. Disagree. The the, the the problem is that he clearly blew the window of opportunity. Where no one's thinking of this in context. It was 1999, about to be 2000. Y2K was fucking <laughs> everyone's shit up. This girl probably was like, "Sure, I'll go out with you. I need to find someone to protect me when everything fails when and credit cards don't right. work and planes are falling from the sky." And then New Year's Day came around, everything's fine. She's like, "Oh, well, I can do better than you. Let's just get drunk." And then they cue the montage. Every little thing she does is right. <laughs> Just drinking around time. What fantasy world do you live in? <laughs> I said, hope I get a terminal. <laughs> I was just saying. All right, I was just saying. Uh, I'm in the prime of my life. Uh, I don't want to get. I don't want to be old. I don't want to be elderly. I'll you tell you that right now. Away. I do not want to get all wrinkly and not be able to lift things above my head. <laughs> so that, How often do you lift things is, above your head? That is a nightmare. <laughs> I often see you take PS3s. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I need to save people. That's Red Earth. All right, I'll admit it wasn't the most thought out wish. All right, I'm just saying, if I got to die, which I do, True. I want to go out in the prime. Yeah. Okay. I, can, I mean, I understand your mentality. Thank you. Yeah. Let's get some pizza. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, let's check in with the listeners, hey, listeners. This is Josh. He says, I'm writing in to say that I am the managing editor of my college newspaper. Nice. And recently found out that since I run the feature section of the paper, I had the power to completely overhaul the scoring system for reviews. Seeing as I personally hate review scores, I did away with them entirely. I've always found that people won't actually read what's been written and take the score as the only judgment. This is a problem when, say, I give Left 4 Dead 2 a 5 out of 5 with a warning that those who do not like playing co-op will hate the experience. I'm writing to see if you guys might have a different perspective about reasons why keeping a review score might be a good idea. I honestly don't see IGN ever getting rid of them, so I thought you guys probably have good ideas of how to cope with using them. Hmm, interesting. Personally, I do not cope with review scores. I love review scores. I would never want to do without them. Really? It would, I, I, it would alienate so much of our yeah. people who come to the site. Because people don't come to the site, they don't necessarily have the time to sit and read. And yeah. Now we have the IGN mobile, the IGN app. You're in Walmart. You just want to know, is Rockin' Cats plus Cats good? I know. You check it and you get the score and you're done. You don't want to sit there and scroll and read. Right, right. Yeah, I, I'm only going to read the text for games I'm really interested in. For everything else, I want to just be able to get it at a glance. You know? Here's what he should do. All right, in his, If he wants to keep scores but focus on the text, he should hide the score somewhere in the body of <laughs> the text yeah yeah like right in the middle of a sentence just be like parentheses this game is a six well and then, then, and parentheses. then that's, that was not a real that was not a real suggestion okay, good, yeah. that was a terrible suggestion <laughs> i'm totally on his side when i was a manager of a college newspaper i got rid of our scores we had mm-hmm. stars i got rid of them i made people um write their reviews 200 words or less and just it was oh, like that's good boom. that's really like, good it was so we had a lot of reviews every week yeah. And they were just like, and they were short, and you read it, and you figured it out. It was like, is this movie good or bad? You can figure it out. I see. I could handle that if it's yeah. if it's short enough. Yeah, yeah. that works. Because what I do is I just read the closing comments of all your articles because mm-hmm. I don't have time to read them all either. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. But the score is is not. I don't take that as much as I do what people's mm. opinions are in the article. I would love it if all of our reviews could fit in a Twitter post. That'd be amazing. <laughs> I hope we go to that format someday. Yeah. Connectables is cute, but bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that I need to know. It's great. Uh, this is James Breen in Germany. Says, uh, do you expect or want the Nintendo 3DS remakes of Ocarina of Time and Lilat Wars? What the fuck game is that? Ooh, um, that sounds familiar. I should know what that is. Know what that is. Um, it's it's um. Lilat isn't a Star Fox thing, is it? Yeah, that's what the, um, the, yeah, the Star Fox system. 64 game is called. It's called the Lilat Wars? The Lilat Wars. Oh, called I don't remember it. That. But maybe not in yeah. all territories. Um, anyway. Oh, maybe it was in Europe? Sorry. Yeah, I think it's... <laughs> anyway, do anyway. we want these remakes to feature additional content, uh, like new stages, dungeons, bosses? Do we expect Nintendo to add them? Oh, is what no. He's asking. No. Now, Nintendo isn't really known for going overboard with their remakes and adding a bunch of new content. Is Ocarina of Time confirmed? Yeah, Thank yeah, you. yeah. It was at E3. Yeah. Um, I mean, Super Mario sixty four DS had four additional playable characters, so I mean, it's not unprecedented. But I would say but it's not like new levels and bosses. Yeah, and I would like... say Ocarina of Time will probably be just uh, a yeah. flat thing. Maybe think... Star Fox would have some sort of new kind of like simple mode. Well, do you think they do just port Master Quest? Like, you know, the one that got mm. packed or the GameCube disc one no. they made that when you bought the other one or whatever when you pre-ordered the other. I'm getting out of the... I'm sorry. Um, but remember, they did, possibly, ma- they did yeah. a Master Quest that they put out over here on the GameCube. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's possible Star that Fox that's the good. version that they are going to use. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I don't know. We really don't know much about it. They just had some screens and that was it. 
So I didn't know that. Now I'm excited for 3DS. Now you are? Yeah. Not really excited. Now but... you can play some old N64 well, games, whole, and now no, you're excited? That's the whole thing. Christine wants to play Ocarina of Time, because I always talk about how great it is. So and yesterday, you don't let her. We, got, we got to the <laughs> plateau. We were on the Wii, and we went to the Wii store, and I got there. I'm like, oh, okay, we're 300 points short. You got to pay. And she's like, oh, it's not my Wii. I'm like, I'm not going to play Ocarina of Time again. Get you buy it. And she's, like, and she's like, no. And I'm like, well, then we are at an impasse. In this. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, this listener did not include their name. Uh, but he has a question about heavy rain. Anonymous. Question about heavy rain. Okay. Says I recently started playing heavy rain. Good. No one's been out for some time now, but I have less time for gaming since I became a father earlier this year. Aww. Congratulations. I have done over an hour of the game, and it is seriously boring the crap out of me. <laughs> yeah. I've heard you guys talk about it before, and I'm sure I heard suggestions that you stay with it and it gets better. Due to the fact that I don't get as much gaming time as I used to, I'm trying to be selective about what games I do play. So I wanted your opinions on whether I stick with it or quit now and move on to something else. I have a backlog of games sitting here for me to play, like God of War 3 and War for Cybertron. Yeah. Uh, it's a good point. Did you, I think that's the same thing that happened to you, right? Yep. Are so you I, still there? You never played I never went back to it. So yeah, yeah I... Also, I played an hour of Heavy Rain. I thought it was boring, and I put it down. I hear you. Um, yeah, it's a game that's asking for commitment because it wants you to learn those controls. So, yeah, you walk around the house. You get dressed. You draw. You do a bunch of boring stuff. You set the table. I mean, mm. But then you go to the mall. It's also kind of boring, and then it picks up on an upswing. Uh, yeah. If you are – I don't know how – I mean, you've only played an hour of it, and you have a newborn. So, yeah, oh. you're not going to be committing too much time. I would – I mean, I think it's great, but it's definitely something you have to commit time to. So if you don't something have Something like time, God of War sure. 3 is going to be much more instantly and You can gratifying. get in, get out. You, yeah. You're not going to forget how to do it. It's never going to be like, – it's going to be clunky, Heavy Rain, because what Heavy Rain was great for me is that I sat there and played it and got immersed in the experience. You know what yeah. I mean? Whereas if you're popping in 15 minutes, 30 minutes, 45, every few weeks, you're going to get in and be like, oh, yeah, I got to – twirl the controller this way oh no <laughs> but you're gonna forget the story the whole thing's just like i mean really yeah that's like a you play it in a weekend if you don't like it yeah, get, yeah. get through it and be done with it because it's only like five i would oh, say more so. six, 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 yeah, six yeah, or seven yeah but then if you want all the endings yeah that's where you get it was, which yeah. clearly he isn't gonna want to understand but yeah short form games are where it's at played cosmic quest last week yeah great i know you're a big fan of that one this is will says, I recently just beat Alan Wake. While not the scariest game of all time, it definitely kept me on my toes at times late at night. My question is, have you ever played a game so scary that you couldn't finish it? Dead Space. Whenever, wow. I, play, whenever I play survivor horror games or the like, I always play them the way they were intended, at night, no lights and the sound way up. I met my match last year with Dead Space. I couldn't find the courage to play it all the way through. I got about halfway and just got too scared to deal with it. Uh, no, I've never been too scared that I couldn't finish a game. I've certainly been like, Maybe like you just peed I feel yeah, I felt uneasy yeah. playing a game, but I enjoy that. I felt that with Dead Space. Yeah, I, was I never it. sure yeah. what was even around the corner, one of those damn yeah. flying manta rays. You're like, ah! <laughs> 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 that doesn't sound so bad. It was terrible. No, that was yeah. It's a mantine. Just slowly opening and closing yep. its little pucker mouth. I was a, I was a Pokemon. Oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> this is Jonathan. He says, I just wanted to write in and ask when you guys are going to update the feature you had about Christine trying to catch all 493 Pokemon. I asked Christine, she said no. <laughs> yeah, no, Christine, um, Christine's done. She's yeah. done with them. <laughs> How many did she make? Like 220. Oh, that's good. Something like that. She, she caught a lot. She gave it her best. I knew she would quit. Um, <laughs> sorry, that means I knew she would get burned out of the game because it is a, a really long experience to try to catch them all you don't just get to play the game you have to like find people to trade with and do all this stuff and like it's really only geared towards someone who has been a pokemon fan for a long time to be able to do it Mm -hmm. so 
So yeah, so I knew I knew she would get this point where she wasn't actually easy, easily able to capture anything anymore, and it would get frustrating, and, and she wouldn't want to do it, and that's exactly what happened. But she gave it a shot. I think we had a good run. Maybe I'll make an, an ending video and just like end it. Um, <laughs> Have her like dropping her so- her DS like slow motion. The cartridge like flies out and it crash. Yeah. This is Rob Russell. He says uh, due to the recent shakeup in the editorial pool over the last few months. Is that is that correct? Was there a, there recent, a shakeup? A shakeup. Uh, Steimer went over and. You and Geddes got promoted, but still it's not really a shakeup. And then I'm here. Out oh, we, oh, we hired. We him. hired Jack finally. <laughs> is that, is that a shakeup? I don't know if I'd call it a shakeup. I've been shaking things up left and right. Get him on top. We're make some changes around here. All right. Anyway. <laughs> there are a lot of references I am not getting on this podcast. He's not referencing anything. I'm saying we're doing a montage yeah, now. It's the shakeup. Yeah. Oh, is that was that a real song though? Oh my god! Really? Come, on, come on, it's the Cars, man. It's great. Go I wasn't K-pop. born, Go so you K-pop. can't listen to any music before Correct. you were born. Correct. Do you guys not read books from before you were born? Correct. I don't know anything until 1985. What anyway. about the song 1985 by Bowling for Sale? That I know. Rob is asking. <laughs> Is the games journalism industry seen more as a stepping stone into the games industry itself? You guys have referenced Roper at Zipper, Casamina at Apple, and so forth. And I'm wondering if working for a reporting website is seen as either a gateway or more along the lines of a final destination. As one that critiques and analyzes the industry, do you get the occasional urge to get in the business yourself considering the failures and successes you've seen from developers? I don't know. I wouldn't call Some it a final do. destination. I think people switch up in the industry all the time, right? It all depends who so, you are. Yeah. Everybody has something different. Cass Messina is not making games at Apple. He's like, you know, picking, Cass- picking. Yeah, he's not doing much games, at all on Apple. Picking games to be featured on the App Store is what he's doing. And I think Roper is in community management yeah, at Zipper, which is not development either. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised to see Roper switch over one day. He does yeah. the iPhone. I mean, games. He, he he does develop, do his own development. So that's, that's true. It, I mean, it depends who you are. Everybody has yeah. a different. Course. I'm personally not looking into game, yeah, making no. games. Well, then I have some bad news to break to get us about Neutron Synergy. Then, <laughs> holy jeez! <laughs> no, <laughs> looks like I'm going to be able to swoop in and make my move. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I, want, I want to alert everyone that there is an image at the back of Damon's pile. I don't know what it is. Something's coming. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm well you've excited. already seen it. You've already seen it, but, but oh, just so you I've know. forgotten it. So yeah. fine. It's good. This Something's is a, this guy's got a good name, Jordan Bolt. Oh, nice. Yeah, <laughs> I love that name, oh, man. That's like Jordan Sparks, but even better. <laughs> He's a scoop. Hey guys, my name is Jordan Bolt. <laughs> yeah, it is great. I just graduated from university in the spring with a bachelor of science in toxicology. What? I yes. did it. I eventually found a low-paying summer position at the university I graduated from, University of Saskatchewan in Canada. This job was not very fun <laughs> and rather boring. Except the day we killed we killed four thousand baby fish. Oh, <laughs> Greg is not, is Greg is not just tossed the toaster in the water. <laughs> <laughs> he works for a fish euthanizing plant. He got to do an experiment. Maybe why is he a toaster? I assume he has infamous powers. The red, yeah, His the name red, is George. So he's actually a villain. He sounds like a hero. You were supposed to save the fish from destroying the world. 
<laughs> he says, don't fret. There was a highlight to my summer. Attending PAX, which was totally worth the 16-hour drive. This was my first gaming convention, and I think it changed my life. I had tons of fun checking out the show floor and attending panels, such as the IGN Girl Fight panel. Of course, there was also the IGN Meet and Greet, which kicked off PAX for me. From Greg making fun of me for putting on my name tag upside down. Yeah, you idiot. <laughs> Do you remember this guy? No, of course not. Yeah. I'm sorry, Jordan. <laughs> to playing some awesome PSP games, it was a blast. Most importantly, though, PAX has made me realize that someday I will work in the video games industry. Since PAX, I've written an article about video games for my university newspaper. I have also decided to go back to school to get a computer science degree and use that to pursue my dream of working in the industry. Also, I am working with a friend on a video game awareness organization he is developing. Real quick, the article is titled, Video Games, colon, What's the Deal? (laughs) (laughs) I really feel like things are moving in the right direction for me and was wondering what advice you guys may have. For me, and we'll hopefully see you guys around the industry in a few years. Jordan Bolt, get thee to GDC this year, the Game Is Developers he, Conference. So does he want to? He wants to make games. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Totally. Come to GDC. You have San to go Francisco. to GDC. We'll be there. It's in San Francisco. It's in March, I think. Speaking of which, name we gotta we gotta host a, meet, a cool meet and greet for GDC, yeah. and we gotta record a game too. Yeah. Done. Of course. I wonder what Jordan Bolt looks like. I've seen him. Was he? <laughs> yeah, he doesn't remember though. He's just. Pure energy. <laughs> he's like, pure energy. He's like the guy from Watchmen, exploding, <laughs> dong hanging out. Hello, Craig. <laughs> he's like, he made that. <laughs> Get out of here, energy man. <laughs> Climb back to your morph ball and hit the bricks. <laughs> <laughs> I was picturing you insulting like this dude is crackling oh. with energy. He goes from blue to purple and leaves. This is Mark Krieger. He says, first of all, school. School. Second of all, amazing podcast every week. My question, on several IGN podcasts, I've heard you guys say that you have game sales numbers, but you can't reveal them. Mm -hmm. Why is this? I know that NPD is not publishing console and game sales numbers any longer, but why are they providing them to you and then saying you can't share them with us? Mark, we pay a lot of money to get those numbers. It's like, it's, yeah, you have to subscribe to them. And then, yeah, you're, you're not allowed to reveal them. Because then if you reveal them, then there'd be no reason for people to pay for the service. That's why. On certain cases, we can, we, we can get permission. We can ask for permission to reveal numbers for you. But uh, which, which we do from time to time. But as it turns out, usually if the numbers are newsworthy and we make for a good story, then all of a sudden, NVD, that's like what the sort of thing publishers don't want getting out. You know, like... Uh, Guitar Hero Warriors of Rock sells zero copies. Activision do- doesn't want that that you know information. So you're saying it sold more than zero copies? We're narrowing it down. More more than zero, yes. <laughs> more than zero copies. Less than a lot. Final uh, question here or email here from Christian. He says, "My friends and I all decided on having a video game themed costume party because it would be awesome." <laughs> <laughs> because it would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Not Halloween, just like a costume party. Yeah, this well, this was sent on October twelfth, so oh, uh, might have been Halloween. He says his most brilliant ideas. It was forged in a drunken haze, but as opposed to other such ideas, we made sure it actually happened. Floridoras were served. Oh, uh, oh and there. Here, so here's a picture of us. This is uh, 
Christian, remember this Christian now, yes. and his friends in their video game costumes. So from the left, oh, that's my girl awesome. Lynn dressed as Faith from Mirror's Edge. Can you? I wonder if you can identify all these comments. So this is Lars right. as the Kid Icarus person from Kid Icarus. Yeah. This is Christian as Captain Falcon. Yeah. This is Alex as the guy from the Clock Tower series. Splatterhouse. Oh, Splatterhouse. It's Rick from Splatterhouse. Oh, oh yeah. All, another Christian as Mega Man. <laughs> the, very, the tallest Mega Man ever. I think. <laughs> and. Uh, What's this guy's name? Uh, this is uh, Matt as Luke. I mean, Link <laughs> and Luke Skywalker. <laughs> it's it's it, I got to it is a pretty terrible Link costume there. Oh, you can almost don't be mean. Christian says no, gotta, oh, Matt oh. is in a terrible Link costume and I'm agreeing with him. Yeah. Well, it's not Agreed. the best. <laughs> but he tried, you know. Which That's, one's Christian? The one that wrote it? The two Christians are Mega Man and uh and Spider-House guy. And La- and Pitt. Um, no, oh. no, I'm sorry. Uh, Captain Falcon and Mega Man are okay. both Christian. Oh. Any girl that dresses up as Faith is instantly like a double thumbs up. We had an awesome a Faith. Hot yeah, yeah. Faith yeah. of the Halloween Ty- party. Tyreek's girlfriend dressed up as, as Faith. Oh, don't even. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she looked fantastic. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's gorgeous. Great. Next morning, she still had all that tattoo stuff on. Funny. Uh-huh. We went I- to a dog park and she had it all over her arm. <laughs> 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 Uh, that's all the uh, scoops I have for you this week. Greg Miller has something to say. I need to help promoting one thing. I've said it on Beyond a few times, and I forgot yesterday to do it. Uh, I'm going back to Chicago for Thanksgiving, and I'm holding an IGN meet and greet at Portillo's in Glendale Heights, the corner of North Avenue and Bloomingdale Road. I will be there Saturday, the 27th of November, the sun- Saturday after Thanksgiving. Look for details on the blog, and I'll have them officially later. You put that on Craigslist? Yeah. Tonight, hey, singles and couples, you want to come meet and greet and eat hot dogs and wieners? Come on down to Portillo's. <laughs> Tonight in San Francisco, uh, we're all going to Eddie Rickenbacker's. We're meeting a Gangsu fan there, actually. Yeah. So uh, if anyone listens to this and <laughs> can make plans in like two hours, and, uh, <laughs> they're like listening, like looking at their watch. <laughs> we out. gotta go, guys. Coming Joy out Bolt. at. Uh, <laughs> It's like impulse now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Fear like around the world. <laughs> say the location. I also, also just want to say we have not gotten any alcohol in a very, very long time. Are you jealous? Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. Other podcasts are getting like tons of They're alcohol. They're making calls for it though. Well, okay, I think that's just, why. I don't, so I, yeah. I, I don't like you know I don't I don't I don't beg for stuff from listeners. I'm just I'm just putting putting that out there. <laughs> Just saying, we have not gotten any alcohol in a very long time. I did not beg. Okay. I commanded the Koopalings to send us booze, and they did. I love you, Because they obey. Okay. Are we friends on Facebook? Are you following me on Twitter? You should be. Not only can you keep up with the games I'm gaming and the music I'm making, but I also like to give away codes for free games when I have them. Friend me, follow me. We will be best friends forever. All right, uh... All the scoops we have for you this week. Thank you, Jack. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> You're welcome. My name is Damon. This is IGN Game Scoop. And we're out. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. 
Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.